during the praise song, we have already confessed our Apostolic Creed in basic sense. But I'd like to read the first and second lines of Apostolic Creed to you. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Creator of heaven and earth. We had creations last Sunday, last week, had meaningful sermon from Claudia, and I'd like to throw up with this topic again today, because the nature created by God is our only base and platform to live on. But we take it for granted, and it seems we are spoiling or damaging the earth without realizing, realizing its preciousness. History often repeats itself. And the story of Noah's flood of Ark is just a reflection of our modern society and predicting the far future of their aftercomers. First slide, please. The story of Noah is well known. Maybe you all know about that story, don't you? Read by many, but its significance and core message are not heard or nor were understood by us. Why did that flood happen? At the very beginning of the Snow's story, the Lord saw how great the weakness, wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 and 6. The great weakness, wickedness of the human race, what exactly does it mean? Humans are weak and have their own tendency to be tempted to do many bad things. So we should pray always, lead us not into temptation. However, the evil done by human beings is not only a moral matter or a legal crime, but more social and institutional issues. How do you think of your civilization? How do you feel if you are called civilized person? It sounds good, doesn't it? Sophisticated, cool, fashionable, and nice. But at the same time, the civilization comes at the expense of natural resources and the environment. It already happened in the time of the ancient Mesopotamian Empire. They invented their way of civilization and built a great city. Doing so, the Mesopotamian 
had cut down many, too many trees and dug up the earth for the materials to be used for their welfare. After that, too many trees had been cut and natural forests were gone, destroyed, disappeared. Natural forests are actually functioning as a reservoir or water pool since every single tree, every single tree can keep a great amount of rainwater in their own roots, like a water tank or even a dam, and control the overflow of the heavy water. They keep the water safe in their own roots. Cutting down too many trees, that means destroying forest, and we actually lose a great dam and water tank. And if there is, if there is, after, uh, if there is heavy rain after that, the water flushed in the field, washed and wiped out everything. Human beings trying to protect from the floods built water fence barriers by using more trees from the forest, which is just inviting another bigger flood afterwards. The situation is an example of misinterpretation or misunderstanding of God's order to the first human being as so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the world animals and over all the creatures that are moving around the ground. To rule everything. To rule all creatures in the world. We tend to think it is to dominate our, dominate or hold our ultimate power over the everything. But as we heard last Sunday from Claudia, this rule means to take care, to pay some concern, even to serve to the natural world. The world is trusted to us by the God, the creator of the nature. More than that, in the Christian context, to give our service to the every creature in nature. We have not been given this world to use our, uh, we have not been given this world to use for our own sake, but we have been trusted to maintain God's structure, systematic order of the world, to keep it stable, safe, for the well-being of the whole world all creatures, all livings on the earth. Next slide, please. The same one. That's okay. <laughs> so the flood or other natural disasters, according to the biblical, biblical understanding, comes from human failure to rule the world. Nevertheless, Sometimes it happens to be said in the midst of natural dev devastations like great earthquake or tsunami and hurricanes. Next slide, please. 
why God caused this kind of fatal things. There seems to be no God at all if it happens. There seems to be the God is powerless to prevent this kind of disaster and so on and on. It is fundamentally missing the true problems. Next one. Of course, the loss of human lives were a tragedy, and we do not want those things to happen. This is just afterwards of the Bahama Islands. Hurricane struck. We have to pray. We have to do something to them. We would like to support and encourage to the people who suffered from these disasters. And at the same time, we should realize that we human beings are powerless whenever we have some scientific or technological achievement to feel us as almighty to control everything within our civilization. We tend to think we can be okay with our civilization, our technological things. Talking about AI things, we are not expecting AI things would make our daily life more convenient, smooth, comfortable, easy, and riches, richer. But it, is it so? AI could solve all the problems and remove our burdens in our daily life. It's wonderful. And if then, like the hurricane, typhoon, earthquake, if all the electric powers stopped, shut down by the tremendous natural disaster, how could we trust AI things in, within those circumstances without no electricity, no battery, no power? How can we operate AI things? Do, does it give us our solution? Could it answer our serious question, how to survive is these circumstances? Hi, Google. Can you save me? Can we really ask them these things? AI stands for artificial intelligence. I was very interested in the word artificial, not authentic, not realistic. This thing cannot play the role of the real things and matters. Cannot provide our fundamental, unshakable, ultimate foundation of our life. Next picture, please. When Jesus and the disciple, his disciple, took the short voyage to cross the Lake of Galilee, they thought the boat itself was safe and convenient. And even they could have enjoyed boat riding, sailing. However, nature is quite changeable and un unpredictable. Predictable. When the sea got rougher, it was beyond their experience. 
Disciples were panicked greatly and lost their mind and didn't know what to do. In the gospel, according to St. Mark, they urged Jesus to do something, saying, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? After calming down the weather, Jesus asked them, Why you are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Why faith in this situation? What do we believe in that circumstance? If you are truly respecting God's order in nature, whatever happens, we should take it as God's will and believe in Him, even though it seems to be tough and inconvenient, toilsome and hard at first. When the strong wind blew on the lake, the disciples were panicking, but Jesus was sleeping. Jesus was sleeping, sound and safe. Jesus trusted God's word and submitted everything to God because he put his fundamental base of existence, belief, in God. And he was following God's plan for him. In other biblical expressions, St. Paul confirms, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. What? But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 13. We live in the world which was created by God with his order, with his system, with his structures. We are trusted to keep it his order. Do you believe this? World, global environment issues are very important and urgent. Don't use many plastic things. Try to decrease CO2 gas, save energy, preserve trees, not wasting papers, and so on. Of course, we should be more sensitive to those things. But as, Christ, as we Christians, we should more earnestly and realistically realize and believe this world was created by our Father God with his fundamental order. And as the children of God, we should be more keen on recognizing our tasks to rule, to rule, to care and serve to the nature, to appreciate it for our place to live on. In that sense, all Christians are environmental conscious and respect the God-created nature. Let us pray. Our gracious God, you have created this world with your perfect and beautiful order of system and structure. We do appreciate your trusting us to keep it in good order. However, we gradually to seek our own convenience and prosperity by using 
and sometimes wasting too much natural resources to damage your created world. We may have lost your trust to rule this world correctly. Even so, we ask your forgiveness, and through it, we may truly realize our responsibility and task as your image to maintain the nature as your beautiful and perfect creation. God, take our selfish away, selfishness away from us to serve to the nature and live together with, in harmony and care with all the members of our humankind. We pray this prayer in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.